what is actually the truth about what happened with Xavier Downs and uh, Spotsylvania, uh, you know, uh, school river. It's called uh, Riverbend. Uh, it's in Spotsylvania, Fredericksburg, Virginia. And what we're looking at here is, you know, classic, you know, bullying of uh, officials who we've seen this before. Uh, if you remember uh, the movie Lean on Me with uh, the, the principal, Joe Clark. Uh, now, I just want to explain to everybody that Xavier Downs is the first black principal at this school, a first black male principal, if I'm correct, uh, at this school. Uh, and one of the things I want to show you is how I actually want to show you from the other perspective, how they took the narrative. They took the video of Xavier Downs trying to leave the meeting. And I'm going to make sure I, I connect with everybody. Um, uh, they, they show Xavier Downs trying to leave the meeting. And what they did was they added a narrative up there that, I, I, you know, where it almost overrides the, the audio because you're reading it. And, you know, let's be real how people pay attention to stuff. Uh, it's easy to control narratives. It's easy to make a narrative. Uh, so what happens is they, you see Xavier leaving the meeting and when they so you don't see pretty much any of the parent meeting and in the video what you see and i'm going to show you the video actually uh but what you see in the video is uh him trying to leave and then all of a sudden you see someone uh push him and tell him sit your butt down you're not going anywhere now if you read their narrative it talks about how he, it basically they're making it seem like he was the aggressor walking to start a fight. Now we're getting into false accusations because the entire reason that Xavier Downs canceled the meeting and called off the meeting was because they begin to scream out the student's name. Now I spoke with the parent who placed a concern. And let me just recap in case you don't know what's going on. Uh, there is a principal in Spotsylvania, Fredericksburg, Virginia, who it was pretty much been put on leave, suspended, put on leave with pay because he was trying to protect students. Uh, what happened was there was a coach that was stressing out a student based off what the parent and the student communicated to me. The parent and the student, this is not, this is firsthand knowledge. I spoke with the parent. It was like the coach was texting her too often. 25 pages of text messages, nothing sexual, no inappropriate communication, simply too much pressure. All the parent wanted was the texting to stop, not suspension, not anything like that. What ends up happening is, Xavier Downs simply asked the teacher, hey, can you stop? please stop texting? The teacher decides to resign, or the, the coach. It's not a teacher. It's not a teacher, not someone on staff. It is a coach. The coach decides to resign. I, I guess he didn't like the, whatever the situation was going on. Uh, what ends up happening, hold on one second. Uh, whoops, let me make sure. 
All right, here we go. All right. Okay, so uh, what ends up happening is the parent placed the concern. The principal says, hey, let me, let me check to make sure everything is good because he's already thinking, let me protect the student. By the way, he's the first black principal, first black male principal at this school. Uh, this is his first semester. And there was a lot of things already going on. But the impact that he was making had already been clear. There was a, a lot of fights and things like that that have actually decreased since he got there. Uh, and he's he was trying to, just like a president situation, he's trying to fix whatever the issues were uh, that, that he kind of walked into as principals. A lot of people don't know what principals go through. So anyway, this parent places a concern about too much text messages. The child's was getting depressed, didn't want to swim anymore. We have to stay focused on the child, right? Well, what ends up happening is uh, the, the coach, uh, when he was presented and told that the text message had to stop, there was nothing sexual. There was no, uh, nothing disrespectful. Actually, when I talked to the mother, she was like, we didn't think anything of it other than just stop texting. That's all it had to be. Things have escalated because of this this parent meeting that they wanted to have. And uh, Xavier decides, okay, I'll go. I'll acknowledge the meeting. Well, what ends up happening is uh, he be, they begin to yell out things and, and wanted him to uh, uh, say that the teacher did nothing wrong. And they start, he was willing to address everything. But what ended up happening is they started saying the student's name. And again, he went into protection mode for the student. Well, uh, when he starts to leave, which I'm about to show you, uh, I'm going to show you what they what actually happened uh, and how they filmed it. But interesting enough, they put when they put the video out, they put their own spin on it. But if you listen to the audio, you can hear everything. If you listen to the audio, you can hear everything that you can clearly hear him saying, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to leave. You know, you can clearly hear. See, he's trying to leave the situation. Uh, when I when I interviewed him, one of the things that I asked and he's talked about about walking away. I was extremely impressed personally at his ability to walk away from a hostile situation. You also will see an outright assault because, you know, you're not supposed to put your hands on anybody. Well. I want to show you guys what this actually looks like and what I want you guys to make your own opinion. Uh, but the principal was basically Xavier was trying to get out of there because he wanted to, they started saying the student's name and none of this had to happen. The coach escalated the situation one by resigning, uh, which is his own, right? You know, he, he didn't have, you know, but they really wanted things to get back to normal. Now, they, they actually were asking for the student to be kicked off the team for saying the coach was stressing her out. Like, this is how crazy this situation is. You know, um, I don't know how you guys feel about it. Please place comments about how you guys feel about, do you think teachers should be able to contact students at four o'clock in the morning one and tell students that they are not allowed to, uh, you know, they have to focus on leadership and not be with their family and make sacrifices and all this other stuff. I get leadership, but how do you feel about uh, teachers contacting your children, um, students and coaches and school staff contacting your children? Uh, well, what, what Xavier Downs does is he makes a wise call and says, hey, guys, we're going to make this 
a new rule. We're going to make this procedure a new procedure that students are no longer contacted by anyone on staff. Um, uh, and because of that, it turned into this right here. I'm going to push this up. Excuse me? You're not going anywhere. Come on. Go sit your butt down. Xavier, go, go sit down. And that's what we got. And if you look at the narrative, if you look at the narrative, which is very interesting, uh, if you look at the narrative, now, if any of you want to comment on this, I'm trying to figure out where uh, you can. I want to be able to see your comments. I'm trying to see if anyone's commenting. Uh, if you want to comment on this, I don't know. Like I said, I don't know how you guys feel about it. But we did it. Uh, we did an interview earlier today. Uh, we did an interview earlier today. Interesting enough, not one minute after the interview, this shows uh, someone sent someone a message. Now, this person right here in this video that you're, you're looking at is not Xavier Downs. But look at what happens in lightning speed. Amy Sudbeck sends a message to someone and says, isn't this the principle for Riverbend? Look how damaging social media can be, gossip can be, and look how damaging things can be when people don't listen to the entire truth or know the whole story. Uh, there were some media stories. I'm going to show you some of the media footage that was uh, uh, some of the media, but everything is so one-sided. They don't interview Xavier. They don't talk to him. We're, we're looking at a crucifixion, a crucifix by like, you know, uh, media. And, and this, I want to show you guys what one, how fast gossip works, how damaging gossip works. And I want to tell everybody how God hates gossip. Keep that in mind. Uh, this is, and this is one of the reasons why. Um, God hates gossip because of the damage it causes. Now the situation has escalated from a principal, a parent with a concern, a principal that handles things correctly. And now that principal is suspended and might be losing his job. First black principal in Spotsylvania at this at the Riverbend College and Riverbend School. And, and it's escalated all because uh, the coach, you know, decided to go tell everybody. And when I went to the the page is like conjuring up all this support and all this stuff saying hey you know we're being you know like like this kind of like a i want to interview him i don't want to say what his agenda was because i don't want to you know a lot of people are already commenting on the last interview saying it was a terrible interview matter of fact i'm going to show you some of those comments uh and here's some of the just the ridiculous oh by the way if this is your first time seeing how i operate i i'm not a reporter i love the truth I'll do what it takes to discover truth. I love justice. I love uh, people getting what's right. I okay. And, and that's the thing is that I'm not here to play some media game. Can't trample over people's lives. We, we can't trample over people's lives. And we live in a society right now where once something goes on Facebook, it doesn't matter what it's true or not, they're, they're going to say it happened. All right, so here's the article 
that was written about what the video you just saw. Here's the article about it, right? I, I don't think that I think they're gonna. Oh, yep. Here we go. Uh, so it's there. Okay, I'm gonna pull this up for you. So the video you just saw. Here's the article uh, that you get just got, and this is what I mean about media. You know, media manipulation. Uh, and uh, it says a dispute involving the Riverbend High School uh, swim team has resulted in the principal and coach being put on administrative leave and another coach's resignation. School superintendent Mark Taylor sent an email to staff and the school board on Thursday about the swim team issues, saying there is an ongoing school system investigation relating the Riverbend High School swim team coach and assistant coach and the handling of such matters by the Riverbend principal. The issue involved the coaches handling the team and one swimmer who was kicked off the team in his email, Taylor, and his uh, Taylor said he expects the student to be uh, reinstated to the team upon determination of their removal was unfounded. The situation grew heated on Wednesday during a meeting, which included coaches, parents, and principal Xavier Downs, resulted in the call for uh, Spotsylvania deputies to respond to the school. So uh, someone called the sheriff's department because things got heated. Uh, Taylor said Thursday in an email, uh, let's see here. Uh, Taylor said Thursday in the email that Downs and the head swim team coach have been uh, put on administrative leave pending completion of an investigation by human resources. The assistant swim team coach, Theodore Marcus, resigned from that position. Details of the problem are unclear but the issue involves the former team member and her parent, uh, her parent and the coaches. In in the in an email chain provided to freelance star coach Rachel Adrenia told school administrator and parents that the team uh, the team foundation has been attacked and the coaches have been bullied. To resolve this on an open discussion is required. So uh, required. So set the time and we'll be there. Well, uh, it says the student athlete's parents said an email chain that the boundaries had been crossed and that the family just wanted our daughter to protect it and for uh, the matter to be handled discreetly to avoid backlash that would cause further harm to her. Now, this is where I get extremely frustrated. I get extremely frustrated because of the fact that we're dealing with a student. We've got to stay focused on the student. Uh, joining us is one of the, uh, uh, I guess, a parent at um, the River Bend High School. Uh, he's got Gordon with us. How you doing, Gordon? Doing well, sir. How you doing? Uh, well, I'm good. Uh, and so I'm trying to bring everybody up to speed on what happened. I know you weren't at the parent conference, uh, but I want to take a look at with you uh, at the incident where one thing that you do clearly see is people putting their hands on each other, which we know that that's not supposed to happen. Uh, and I want to tell, I'm going to see here if I can pause. 
go. One, the video, uh, even in the statement, even in the article, even in the article, uh, it says that the details of the situation were unclear. Uh, what's interesting about that, the details with the situation being unclear, is clearly the parent has said we wanted to handle the situation discreetly. We didn't want a bunch of people to know about it because there was no sexual content. There was nothing being disrespectful. There were no, uh, there was nothing hurting her daughter except the amount of pressure that the coach was putting the daughter under and they just wanted the communication to stop and be done in a reasonable respectful way is that what you're getting from what the parents desire was you ask me sir yes yeah I, i'm not i haven't spoken to this parent um first of all but okay. my understanding is that uh, mr downs was trying to be respectful to the parent and the student and trying to take care of a situation that very well could have gotten volatile. Um, in looking in the video, you can see where he is speaking of getting out, leaving, going outside. I think that would be the prudent thing to do when people are threatening you and putting you at risk to leave. And I didn't see anything in the video that suggested anything other than he was trying to leave the situation because it was getting out of hand. As a parent who has lived in this area for quite a while and been involved, I do understand that things can get out of hand. And I understand that there are those who have their own agenda who will try to make a situation, um, like I like to say, they like to uh, create their own narrative where they, they're saying that things happened that never happened. I believe the video clearly shows that he was trying to leave. I believe the video clearly shows that someone was attempting to stop him from leaving. And I don't see anything else that suggests that Mr. Downs was doing other, anything other than trying to stop a volatile situation and trying to move on. Yeah, I'm going to play the video again so everybody can see it. Uh, this is the video that they attached a narrative uh, to it, which I think is amazing instead of letting people draw their own conclusion this is how you i feel like you really know that there's some type of a something happening bigger than this situation something is happening because uh from this video come on you can go ahead excuse me you're not going anywhere come on go sit your butt down Xavier, go, Xavier, go sit down Xavier. Yeah. Sit down sit down jesse sit down sit down sit down now, what's so interesting about this, what's so interesting about this is the fact that, uh, what's so interesting about this is the fact that uh, there's a reality that you know, oh, I don't know what that is. Uh, they're so interesting. <laughs> getting crazy. <laughs> Facebook man. <laughs> but what's so interesting about this is you clearly see him walking, and he goes, "You're not going anywhere." And he, Xavier's response is, "Excuse me," you know, like the shot, like you're not going to let me leave. And the level of discipline. For an ex-Marine 
I, I my, my my hats off to uh, ex marine. What uh, and uh, you know, and I got Xavier here with us. Um, hey, yeah, here we go. Here we go again. Here we go again, my friend. Yeah. Yes. So uh, I got some comments from the last video uh, that 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 uh, I want to address, and I, I you know I wanted to know if you were willing to address. Uh, because uh, I think that one for your protection, I think that doing things openly is one of the safest things for you because people uh, go into their own reality and their own world. Did, I, did you guys freeze up on me? <laughs> we did. Yeah. We did. But I got you back now. Okay. I'm going to share this on the Spotsylvania. Uh, what is it? Spotsy. Yeah, so here it is. I'm gonna. So again, if um, if there's any questions, any comments that you guys want to make out there, if you have any questions for Xavier or Gordon, uh, you know, I'd love for you guys to ask those questions. This is a forum where you can ask questions. You can ask what happened, what's really going on. I heard things like, you know, why didn't they address the bathroom situation? What does that even mean, the bathroom situation? I would have to have some some details with regards to what the bathroom situation is. They were saying, um, okay. Are, are they referencing a video of a bathroom situation? Yeah. Uh, and I think that that was again that was uh, something that was brought um, to you know to our attention um, maybe like December twentieth or so, um, or December nineteenth, possibly the day before we did that parent meeting. And uh, it was a video of, of, of a kid, you know, just concerned about a friend. And, you know, she pops possibly heard something being said. It wasn't really a video. It was more of an audio recording. All you could hear is uh, some muffled words with audio recording. Um, uh, you in the woods. Y'all in the woods. Y'all, y'all. Y'all be freezing up. <laughs> Hold on. You know, I think I think in that situation, it's something that kids do. Um, you know, uh, it's something that kids do when they hear something of concern about a friend or something of that nature. Uh, you know, they, you know, uh, again, I'm not here to assess what that student's intent was with uh, having an audio recording, but there was it was maybe a 20 second clip. So, you know, what what to address that is it's been addressed it's been addressed with the parents it's been addressed with with the appropriate individuals that it needed to be addressed with um and i think to suggest that there was anything criminal behind that and suggest that there was some criminal intent behind that audio recording with a student uh is very very troubling to me you know uh, uh to have parents and adults want to place that level of um whether it be intimidation or, or, or fear within a student with uh, trying to suggest that there was some type of illegal criminal activity or to feel like there was a need for um, law enforcement to be involved or something of that nature. Um, I think that, and I think that's probably the probing question, you know, because I think that after I was placed on leave, there was a situation or questions with regards to how that video was actually handled and how mm -hmm. they went forward with moving on with the investigation with regards to how that video was handled. But I would suggest that, you know, that video was something that we, we deal with students all the time. And anybody who works in a public school, you know, that, you know, you have situations like that, but 
Uh, it's not a situation of people trying to imply that there was some video recording of, of people getting dressed or students getting dressed or undressed in a locker room. That's just a false narrative. And I mm -hmm. think that that was a narrative that was attempted to be spun by that assistant swim coach, just an attempt to deflect from the fact that there were 25 pages of text messages. Right. Uh, and Gordon, you said you, how long have you been in dealing with the Spotsylvania school system and, and, and everything that you've been there? How long have you been dealing with that? Um, a while. Um, I think I can easily say over a decade. <laughs> easily over a decade. Um, I will say this, um, this past year with Mr. Downs there, uh, we're not having the issues that we've had in past years with the violence and the fights. Um, you know, my child come home in years past talking about fights that were happening in the school and such. Uh, I haven't heard of any of that this year. Uh, the school seems very much um, very tempered uh, than years past. And I think it's probably a um, testimony to Mr. Downs and how he runs the school. Uh, as parents, we always going to have all issues. Uh, my issues aren't going to be the same as the next parent's issues. But I will say that when I have concerns, and I've had concerns in the past, and I've addressed them with Mr. Downs, he's been more than willing to hear me out. Doesn't necessarily mean he has to agree with me, because he doesn't have to agree with me. I just want someone, uh, an administrator there that I can talk to, I can voice my concerns to, and he can address them if they need to be addressed. And I personally, for my own personal beliefs, I believe in the past, many things have not been addressed properly and uh, taken care of. And uh, I, I think that when someone comes into a lead role in any organization and they try to hold people accountable, you're going to get pushback. And uh, I believe that Mr. Downs is experiencing that pushback from people who may have in the past gotten their way and uh, um, moved on. I think that that is very much needed. And I dare say, as an African-American, I appreciate that Mr. Downs can maybe see things from my perspective. Again, he doesn't have to agree with me, but see things from my perspective and my child's perspective that previous administrators didn't see. Uh, again, he doesn't have to agree with me, but he can see it in a way that you can understand that that is something that is my reality and, and to be aware of that. So I'm definitely appreciative of Mr. Downs uh, this, this school year. And so You've noticed a, a, a uh, you've noticed a a difference. So that's that's very interesting. Uh, okay, so um, we've got the we have actually have the parent of the swim athlete uh, on with us. Hello, how you doing? Hi, how's everyone doing tonight? Good, good, good. Oh, wow, uh, it's complicated, complicated. <laughs> Bizarre, well, bizarre. Um, I, my eyes are dilated. I just came from the doctor um, a couple hours ago, so I can't see very well. I can't see your faces, but I hear your voices, and um, I appreciate your time. Yeah, well, first of all, thank you for for uh, doing that. I, I was not expecting you to to uh, to come on, so I thank you so much. This is this is so everybody. Just so you know, this is actually the the parent that placed the concern uh that uh had the, the that had the concern about uh the coach uh texting her daughter too much uh can you bring some clarity to the situation because obviously it, it's really about 
protecting your daughter that this is really all about and, and you absolutely absolutely and one of the reasons why um i'm doing this is because you know parents have a right to protect their children period and when boundaries are crossed there should be absolutely no room for reprisal for a parent voicing a concern and um bringing it to um the school uh, Mr. Downs did everything right. Uh, however, for some reason, he wasn't supported by the school division, which is very disturbing. And the bottom line is I'm a mom and I have a right to protect my child. Uh, I only went back, I only submitted 11 months of text messages. I did not forward the phone calls. There's still some things that I've held back because I'm not trying to destroy this man. I'm simply saying this is inappropriate. I'm not even trying to suggest what his intent was. These are just the facts. So um, by doing this and asking for this to be handled privately, the coaches suggest the opposite. They went out on their own and not only um, violated this privacy of a minor child, but went on the attack. And that's what's so shocking. They were allowed to use their school email accounts to attack us. I brought it up to the school division. Can't they get their emails taken away from them? Um, this is inappropriate. I got silence. It's shocking. It's very shocking. Um, you know, when my daughter is getting a phone call late, 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 late at night and then sobbing uncontrollably, there's a problem. No adult, no adult, I don't care if you're in the school system or out of the school system, should be contacting my daughter at all hours of the night from four o'clock in the morning until almost midnight. The obsession with my child is what I was trying to stop. Period. Uh, now, I do want to ask you this because uh, there was a statement that was made where it's like he was supposed to be like a mentor. Where, where did that come from? Uh, that's from his delusion because I never once asked him to mentor my child ever. So that's incorrect. Okay. Um, totally incorrect. Um, I mean, almost laughable. She's a high straight-A student, athlete, musician. She loves her teachers. She's in the governor's school program. Um, and, you know, just uh, has thrived in that school. But I knew something was wrong. Um, you know, when a kid who has always loved the sport tells you she wants to quit, but only high school, not her club team, and is in tears over, this kid never cries. So, um I knew something was wrong. And thankfully, I didn't even know the extent to the volume of conversations that were going on. But thankfully, Mr. Downs had the experience to say, well, why don't you check your phone records? And that's when it got super alarming. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I, I've, I've talked to 
several parents about the scenario and their number one kind of shock is like, why would a teacher be contacting or why well, would not a teacher? Why, this why is, somebody this is, this is, well, this yeah, is not a both. teacher. The, all of my daughter's teachers have been extremely um, supportive and professional. All the teachers in that community, we have not ever had a problem with all the teachers in um, the Livingston district um, have been exemplary. Uh, Livingston district, I have no problem with it's, it's the teachers itself. Uh, it, so it's not that it's, it's this, these two coaches who are not Livingston, um, imp, uh, well, they're not teachers, uh, teachers. They're not, they're, teachers. They're, they're, they're not, not teachers. teachers. Right, right, right. And so the, the, and, the, and that's, they might even lack the, the skill set that, that a lot of teachers are trained with, uh, in dealing with students and things like that. Uh, you know, uh, I know that this this one of the things that really uh, stood out to me when we talked earlier was that you were talking about how unfair it was that what was happening to Xavier uh, and that 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 really bothered you. And I I wanted to tell you I, I got to give you uh, some a, a super amount of respect. Uh, that you didn't just go, well, my kid's back in school. She's back on the team. That's great. Cool. Uh, and then not even be concerned about what happened to him. I think that is that shows you your character. Even you being up here shows your character. Uh, and, and I want to ask you this, Mr. Downs. Uh, you know, sure. When when you saw this, uh, the, the text messages, because uh, I didn't know that she didn't send the phone records and things like that, so she only sent the text messages. Um, what was your initial thoughts when that happened? Um, you know, I think if you see 25 pages of text messaging, um, you know, from a district employee to a student is concerning, you know, so uh, it's something that you have to look into. Um, you know, it was definitely alarming. Uh, I wanted to hear um, and, and first of all, make sure that, you know, there's nothing necessarily to support what would rise to the level of an inappropriate relationship um, or the establishment or really the, the, the attempt of establishing mm. text messages or any way, shape, form of establishing an inappropriate relationship that could lead to, to something that would, um, uh, would be explicit sexually or anything of that nature or sexually deviant. Um, so, you know, I think that, you know, with the state of education, you know, again, I've done this around the country. And uh, I think that's the first thing that we have to realize. We have to come to a point of, to, to, to make a determination uh, when you're doing these type of investigations. Um, what does it warrant? Is it, is it warranting, you know, CPS involvement? Is it warranting law enforcement involvement? Is it, what, what is it involving and what is the intel? What does it actually uh, entail? Um, so, you know, but just the sheer volume of text messaging was concerning as it, as it would be to, to, to any educator, you know, as it would be to any principal, any administrator that, is a, that, that it comes to. Um, because this is a policy and a practice that we clearly uh, create an expectation for, that we're not going to communicate directly with any student athlete on personal devices, okay? and limit the visibility of that communication from the parents 
Okay. Um, right. That's just something that uh, that's just something that we don't do. Uh, that's something that uh, uh, just goes against all our best practice. So, you know, to say the least, I was I was shocked. Um, I was concerned, and uh, you know, we wanted to make sure that again, we want to protect the student. We also have a duty to protect our employees as well, and we want to make sure that we're doing the best that we can do to ensure that. Um, we put systems and, pr- and, and protocols in place to address those those type of uh, I, I would call malfunctions, <laughs> systematic yeah. malfunctions, yeah. right? Um, What's so shocking? Do you guys still hear me? Do you hear me okay? Yes, sir. Okay. What's so shocking is how every it seems like so many people, uh, these people who are just it seems like they're just against you uh, that. Are, are just choosing to ignore that point that you were trying to implement something that protected the students and employees. Um, and that's what causes me to think that there's a bigger agenda or they're just against you. Uh, but when I look at that video, now I want to ask uh, the parent of the swim team, were you at the parent meeting? I was not physically present, but I was on the Zoom meeting, so I saw everything, and I heard everything. Now, did you hear your daughter's name being called? Um, it was implied. It was right. implied. Um, it, was, it was definitely implied. Um, they said our last name. I mean, we're the only ones with that last name. Right. So um, they didn't have to say her first name because they said our last name, um, which I thought I, I, I found interesting. Uh, another thing, they tried to um, insinuate that I knew Mr. Downs. Like, I, I guess, you know, maybe we were stationed on the same base years ago. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's just crazy, um, you know, the things that were coming up. But it, it is a diversion technique because innocent people do not respond that way. No, yeah, and and I want to know this. I want to know, uh, Gordon. You were talking about uh, a lot of times that like the there's types of parents that try to like kind of bully the teachers. Is that something that's been part of the culture where parents kind of call the shots and bully the teachers? Well, you would find that uh, I wouldn't say just strictly parents. I'm talking about anyone who has their own agenda. You know, at the end of the day, I hopefully everyone can agree. It's about the child. Um, that's the that's the hope. Uh, unfortunately, it's not the case. But ultimately, it should be about the child, and first and foremost, their safety. And then we can go on to education and things like that. But if the child's not safe, if the, if they're not physically safe within a school, then the education part will never materialize anyway. You know, and I have you know my own. I wouldn't say uh, my own, uh, how do you say this? My own experience in dealing with people who uh, they want to change the narrative. Um, X, Y, and Z will happen, and they will tell you, well, really it means A, B, and C. And it doesn't matter if you have video of it, such as you guys have here. They will have a totally different interpretation of a video that is not based in reality and you will have people like that and what you have to in my opinion do is not allow them to create a narrative 
that you have to defend yourself from when that narrative is completely false. And again, judging from the video, I, I don't know how anyone can interpret it any differently. Um, someone may say, because I wasn't there, so someone may say X happened before or Z happened afterwards. But if you're basing off the video, you can see where Mr. Down is trying to leave. You can see where someone is physically holding him. In the criminal justice system, we call that assault. Um, and he's just trying to get out of there. Um, this is something. This is something that is extremely disturbing. What I'm about to show you guys. Not one minute after we did the first interview that we did uh, today. Not one minute afterwards, someone sent a message uh, with this up here. I don't know if you guys see it. It's showing. Uh, I see it. Someone sent, sent a message saying, "Hey, uh, to, to another person." Hey, stranger, isn't this the principal from Riverbend who looks nothing like Mr. Downs? Looks <laughs> <laughs> nothing like Mr. Downs. And it says, man delivering groceries caught masturbating on door camera. And look at the type of stuff that breaks out uh, when people do, like when, when this type of hysteria is allowed to take place. Uh, and, uh, you know, this is the, this is a, we're talking about somebody's life here, and I gotta be honest with you, Mr. Downs. You're being you're being super cool. I'm an animated guy. I, I I'm a loose cannon, man. I would be flipping out right now. The, the, <laughs> the, the level of discipline that you're showing, I it, like most people cannot be under this kind of pressure. Because uh, from what I understand, you just moved to town. Is that correct? That you just like your your family has just gotten here. That is correct. And uh, that's something in, you know, obviously that's always, that's one of my biggest concerns is, you know, the level of endurement that they have to deal with, with this type of harassment and torment um, is, is very concerning. Um, it's disappointing. Um, you know, I think it's very disappointing in the community, uh, you know, to exhibit this type of behavior. It's a culture that I've never experienced before. And I've done this in three different states. Um, so, you know, it's definitely very disturbing to me. Um, but again, I go back to even you asked me some very uh, specific questions as to, you know, how I conduct myself and why, you know, and I think that, again, it's, we have to model excellence. You know, we have to model expectations for our young people. Um, and, you know, if I flip out, <laughs> you know, trust me, I have emotions too. You know, right. human. You know, I have emotions too. You know, I, I want to. Don't say that. <laughs> Don't say that. They might misinterpret it. Uh, they, they, I'm sure they will. <laughs> um, but the fact of the matter is, you know, I have to show that uh, I have to be the expectation that you know we want our young people to to see, and you know we have to create avenues of approach that they understand that's relatable to them, um, because when they become young adults, you know these type of adversities, you know. None of us are necessarily immune from them, you know, and sometimes doing the right thing does come with a level of adversity. So, you know, having and showing young people how to navigate that adversity is one of the critical points that uh, I feel like my duty is. I would yeah. add to that, Mr. Downs. Now, that have a little caveat to that. Yes, you know, sir. I've had conversations with Mr. Downs before talking about poking the bear, and he's not, he's not, he and I have had a conversation. Or you're going to have people who purposely poke you 
they're trying to get a reaction from you. Mm -hmm. And you have to be disciplined enough not to react. Right. They're going to say some dumb things. They're going to say some false things. And they're going to flat out lie. I feel, like this is I feel like this is turning into a counseling session for me. <laughs> so you have to be able to control your emotions because they're trying to create a narrative that's untrue. So mm -hmm. they're, they keep poking. Like I said, poke, they poke the bear, poke the bear. They want you to do something that's out of characteristics for yourself. Just right. so they want you to say, see, I told you. And like this person you just said that came up with that, that's a vile person there. Right. And the fact that person's vile doesn't bother me because there are vile people out there. What bothers me is people knowing that person's vile and they're going to put up with it. So the fact people are like that don't surprise me. The fact other people know this person is like that and they're unwilling to speak up and to say, you know what, that's wrong. That person should be ostracized. That person should get the heck out of here. That's what should happen. Now, to the parent of the, the, the to the parent of the student, I want to ask you this. First of all, how is your daughter doing now? Um, I'm really amazed at how poised she's been in public. Um, as a matter of fact, I was I didn't want her going back to the team um, just because of how some of the adults were acting. I figured, you know, apple tree. So, um, but she said, "Mom, I've done nothing wrong." And I'm not going to let these inappropriate adults run my life. And I said, wow, okay. I don't think I was that strong at her age. Right. Um, I'm still not. This is crazy. <laughs> so, um, you know, uh, I think it spoke volumes. The two coaches weren't there, but she was. So um, just the actions. Um, I'm, I'm, I learned a lot about her. We learned a lot about one another. Um, she saw me be quiet. I had parents call and like, why don't you go to that meeting and stick up for your child? And, and I said, no, I don't need to entertain this. This is a private matter. I've asked for it to be a private matter. And I don't need to entertain anything that, you know, um, any of this um, false, these false things that are going on. So I kept quiet and... Um, it's like I said, you just have to know. I, I know who we are. I, I know what happened to my daughter. And um, I know what the intent was. So um, it was best for me just to stay quiet and let the process unfold. Unfortunately, it, we're talking almost a month now. And um, we are here today where we are now because the coaches chose to take this path. Now, now, which, which is so strange to me because it wasn't like there was any accusations. There were no accusations. There Correct. were no charges pressed. There was nothing illegal done. It was Correct. simply, it was simply a corrective measure to a a, a kind of a loose system. That mm -hmm. is what's so weird to me that it that it escalated to this point. Uh, but I want to go back to the. Uh, I guess the, the page where the, the uh, uh, spotsy parent for education, uh, where they told me how much of a horrible interviewer I am, which I agree. Uh, I'm, just, 
I'm just the dude that does stuff. Uh, so anyway, Spotsy Parent for Public Education says, Xavier Downs speaks. Interesting, Mr. Downs doesn't focus on the real issues. He keeps talking about the purpose was, uh, what the purpose of the meeting was. Not until around 40 minutes does he start with the issue and skip some key points. According to multiple witnesses, Mr. Downs told a coach they were not allowed to speak in the meeting. A parent, her husband, said not to talk to the coach that way. Again, based on multiple witness reports, Mr. Downs charged the parent and threatened him, saying they could talk, take it outside. When the interviewer says, the interviewer says how horrible it was for the one person to say, Xavier, sit your butt down, the interviewer fails to, to mention that it's the number two in our school security from central office. If this person is telling Anyone a principal. There? I think we kind of lost some streaming there. Did we, did we lose somebody? Can you hear me? Can you see me? I'm still there. I can still see you guys. Okay. okay. Uh, can, you, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. Okay. Uh, he says, uh, this is, uh, this is, where was I? I says, when the interviewer says how horrible it was uh, for the one person to say, Xavier, sit your butt down. The interviewer fails to mention that, that this is the number two in our school security from central office. If the person telling a principal to sit down, that says there's something wrong with the principal's behavior. Editors note, the interviewer is a horrible at his job. Thank you. And keeps, keeps going around in circles. Yeah, I do that. This two pl this two hour plus interview could have been boiled down in thirty minutes. I tapped out at one minute and twenty six min uh, one one minute and twenty six seconds. Uh, I might come to come back to it, uh, but I hope not. Now, what's funny about that is how attentive he is until he's not, and then says uh, he says it was too long, but only paid attention to one minute. So I I, I don't know about his journalism skills either, uh, but. To the point, uh, do you want to address any of that? It was besides the fact that I'm a terrible interviewer. <laughs> no, you're a fantastic interviewer, Duke. I've been following <laughs> you for a while. You've, uh, you know, I think you again. You you establish a sanctuary of truth, and that's the number one thing with any type of journalism that we conduct. So, um, you know, I'll address the whole thing. I think it's a, a couple of categorical lies within that. Um, you know, first and foremost. There was never a point where any parent or coach was not allowed to speak. The meeting went for an hour and a half. Every parent and every every parent who chose to speak, which may have been every parent in the room, uh, as well as the coaches, had multiple opportunities to speak. Um, it never became a point of concern to not have a coach talk or not have this specific head coach talk. The only point of concern came when they started targeting a student. Excuse me, one second, one second. I just need to know, parent of the swim athlete, what time did you come in on the parent interview? Just because I know, because technically you did watch it on the Zoom. So what time around did you come in? At the very beginning, the athletic director had um, put his phone up um, right before they started. And so I was there from the very beginning until, you know, <laughs> the adults were attacking Mr. Downs and following him, you know, I mean, he was just trying to get out of the hostile environment. And uh, I mean, we were just stunned, just right. stunned. I, I, was your daughter watching? Uh, yes, she was. 
She I was. Get I get it. That's heartbreaking. Because the is. reason why is because I'm thinking about young people's young people's perspective on can they trust adults, and this is terrifying. Uh, so go ahead, Mr. Downs. Uh, I'm sorry. I just wanted to, I just wanted to make oh, sure everybody. I wanted to make sure everybody knew that the parent was watching the entire time. So so the number one witness would be the parent who placed the concern. Um, go ahead uh, about addressing the issues. Yeah, so you know, the only time it was a plea for the for the um, for the head coach to you know just refrain from trying to imply that a student needs to be kicked off the team, that a student needs to um, you know there's some type of criminal intent behind a video of a student. There was just a lot of allegations being tossed around right there by that coach that made it a very problematic for not only us as a Riverbend campus, but also problematic to, 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 to the county, you know, um, violation of FERPA or Title IX. I mean, it, it's a multitude of reasons why you have to, uh, you know, not allow that type of, uh, that type of um, uh, words and, and, and conduct to, to, to manifest itself. So literally it's a plea, please, 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 please. And that's when uh, I guess this said, which I don't think he's a parent. I think he's just a husband of the of the swim coach, of the head swim coach, yells from the back, shut up with the other explicitories. Um, and that's when the meeting gets shut down. OK. Um, and that's when you see the video begin. So, you know, I think the first point of concern is you asked a question with regards to whoever this gentleman is um, who runs this spicy parent um, little Facebook page. Um, you know, I think that he's obviously just uh, took a took a position. Um, I think he's got previous posts that would be suggestive of the position he's taken towards me, um, probably from upon my arrival. Um, and, you know, he's he's, you know, weaponizing his platform to to launch an attack. But uh, on me. But at no point was there um, a situation where, you know, somebody was told that they couldn't speak. Um, I think that maybe some parents or maybe that coach was upset with the plea to not speak, you know, in the way and in the manner and with the conduct that they were communicating. Um, and I think that that probably bothered um, that coach just because, you know, it was just inappropriate in what she was saying. There was a there was a lot of inappropriate um, language that was used and, and it was just an inappropriate position to take. Um, Secondly, uh, the situation with regards to the second in command, that's false. Uh, the second in command is there, but the gentleman who says, go sit your butt down, that's a parent. That's a parent, the gentleman mm -hmm. with an orange shirt on, that's, that's actually a parent. That's not, Correct. That's not the second. That's not our of security. So, um, that's, so that's completely inaccurate. It's completely the, inaccurate. It's completely, it's 100% inaccurate. Um, mm -hmm. Now, he, our, our director of security is there, and he is saying, you know, he, he's actually saying, Xavier, please, please. Then he tells me, actually, Xavier, just, okay, go, go, Xavier, get to your office, get to your office. You got to go to your office, go to your office, you know. So it's a situation where I think he's just taking the narrative of, you know, maybe these five parents who, you know, are three to five parents who, you know, I believe this said assistant coach has tried to uh, weaponize. and. Um, and just ran with that narrative. 
Okay, well, so this this comment here is from the spot Spotacy parent for public education says Madison Downs, uh, which is your brother who is commenting. Uh, he goes, uh, even in the interview, your brother said that the problem was because there was no system in place, and that is now remedied. The issue the issue outstanding is the accusation from multiple witnesses. Your brother tried to fight a parent, and it was Marshall Keene from oh, school man. security who told your brother to sit his butt down on that video we can all see it on the video uh let's go hey, let's go you it. know it's, it's it's a situation where people try to rewrite history my brother well, <laughs> you know? so, well, so what, what we're gonna do is we're gonna go rewatch the video we're together gonna the video. and yeah. we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna see the video together right now so mm -hmm. so uh because i think that uh this is what is so interesting is that people act like we can't go find the truth this is a different day where you can't just say anything anymore we can actually find out the truth if we're willing to do the work uh to the to the parent of the athletic team i again i want to remind everybody how awesome this is that the parent who placed the concern realized that it was no longer about just her daughter which it should have stayed there but she's actually standing beside Xavier because she knows that this is wrong. Uh, she yeah. knows that what's happening to him is wrong, that he should be back at work and that this should not be happening. And I love your stand for justice. And I, I, I just want to remind you that you are amazing for this. Uh, by the way, she's also another vet. I just had to throw that out there. And uh, I'm, I'm hoping Gordon, that Gordon, Gordon is a veteran as well, my brother. Oh, oh, Gordon, what's up? I'm the, I'm the better half of um, Army. See, I, uh, so, hey, well, I'm, 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 I'm Army as well. I think he, he threw out Marine Corps. You know, that's 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 the uh, that's the I'm, I'm Army as well. well I'm <laughs> Army too. I'm Army too. There you go. Uh, so, oh man, that's that's awesome, man. All right, so here we go. So we're gonna play the video one more time, and let's see if we can see uh, what he's talking about. Here we go. Can you, oh, you guys can't see it? Okay, hold on one second. Here we go. Because I'm trying, I don't see it. Uh, Let's see now. Okay, here we go. We're going to listen. We got the audio playing. Okay, cool. Come on. You can go ahead and talk. You're not going anywhere. Excuse me? You're not going anywhere. Come on. Go sit your butt down. Xavier, go, go, go sit down. Xavier, go sit down. Sit down. Jesse, sit down. Sit down. So he said, "We can address this right now." I, I don't understand. Like, like uh, the the I don't. I, I'm still com completely confused how we we went from. Please, we went from please stop texting my daughter to now it's escalating to sit your butt down and shut up. You know, uh, let's see here. Uh, let's see who's this. It says, saying the parents are standing beside Xavier because she knows this is wrong and what is happening to him is wrong uh, and he should be put back at work. Uh, say, saying the parents are standing beside Xavier because she don't, I don't understand what that means. Uh, do you guys understand what that means? Uh, yeah. Well, it, it's it's even beyond that. Um, you know, I served in the military and a few branches of service overseas fighting for people who can't fight for themselves. And never in my wildest dreams that I think, you know, that I'd be in this situation where 
I'm fighting for my own child in my own country against other Americans. I mean, this is, I mean, really, I mean, I, and the big message here for me is it's beyond my daughter, myself and Mr. Downs. I mean, this is why some parents don't come forward. This is why children oh. don't say anything. And that is a problem with our culture. Absolutely. I, I think that besides the government, well, I honestly, I believe uh, that because all of, when we come to a school setting, all of us kind of go back into that childlike mode because it's like it's school. It's such a big part of our life. And, and then there's a part of us where we're trying to uh, show respect to uh, teachers and uh, you know the authority figures. Uh, and a lot of times authority figures can take advantage of the submission that parents uh, have. And now we live in a, a generation where parents almost have no rights. On, on their ability to protect their children uh, because of that. Uh, and, and, and I think that, again, this is, this is a sickness in our society that we have to deal with. Unfortunately, the way, the speed that it took to social media without being handled professionally at all, and this mob mentality was, be able, was able to be created within hours uh, and then still mishandled when, when clearly uh, Xavier was simply asking for respect for the child's well-being. And mm -hmm. I don't know how much more we can be clear about that. That supposed to have been happening, needed to have been happening. I don't know how much more clear we have to be about that, that, that somehow these people lost focus on what was it on the child. Um, I will say this. I agree with you 100%, sir. I think that's what I spoke of earlier. I think as parents, we all, in administrators, excuse me, everyone needs to be focused on what's best for the child. But I think the reality is that not everyone is focused on that. There are some people that are focused on what's best for their child. Uh, meaning, as I uh, like to tell people, you know, there are some parents out there willing to trip your kid over in order to get their kid that half a step above yours. And I also believe that there are people out there that truly they can tell you certain things and it's not based in reality. Uh, they can tell you what this video is saying, even though it's not saying it. They have a they have a narrative that's based off of falsehoods, and yeah. repeating those falsehoods over and over again. I used to tell my children this when they were younger: repeating the same lie over and over again will never make the truth. Right. It's the, it's, it's the best. Now, Elaine Coburn Dewey says, "So is X Downs back at Riverbend?" What was there any consequences for his words and actions? Uh, and the response was uh, from Spot Spotsy Parent for Public Education, Ellen Cubbin Dewey. Uh, he is still on administrative leave and and doing two hour long interviews. <laughs> um, what do you say to that? To uh, what, what was there any any consequences for his words or actions? Uh, what what words and uh, is she replying to? Uh, sir, are you asking me? Yeah, I have. Yeah, I mean, no, I, you know, I, uh, maybe the word fitting. You know, I'm from the South again. I use the word fitting sometimes. My Southernisms come out. So uh, maybe she's suggesting the word fitting was, uh, was a bad word. I don't, I'm not sure. Um, I think ultimately, you know, 
we have a situation where, you know, we have to establish the to have decorum in meetings. We have to ensure that people are going to respect that decorum. We have to ensure the parents are going to respect that decorum. You know, um, yelling out, shut up with other explicitories from the back. Um, whether you choose to like or dislike what you're receiving, uh, it's, it's inappropriate. So, you know, you know, I think that the, the focus is really um, on the process and expectation that we, we, we place in facilitating a, a, a safe and nurturing environment, not only for students, but also for our, our educators as well, right? So, um, you know, it's a situation where, you know, as that comment suggests, you know, there were no words, there were no actions. There's nothing that happens after that video clip ends um, other than I believe someone actually called the sheriff's department that night and the sheriff's actually came out. Um, and the sheriff even said, I told the sheriff, listen, I'm, I was the only one that was assaulted, sir. <laughs> you know, yeah. but what's happening right now is they're going to use this to weaponize it and put it on social media. And I told that specifically to the sheriffs when they came. Yeah. And, you know, um, it's a situation. Even then, the sheriff said it was. It sound well. It sounds like it was just a a heated conversation. I said no. It really wasn't a heated conversation. It was just the 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 the, the, the quorum was broken by someone by a heckler in the back, and it was shut down. Um, and uh, it really wasn't a heated conversation. There was no situation where anyone was threatened. There was no situation where anyone was assaulted. There was never the implication of anyone being assaulted. There was never an implication of threatening someone. You know. It just doesn't even make sense for the principal to suggest <laughs> to try to fight someone. You know, that that's 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 asinine. So, you know, I think that it's a situation where there's a spin up of a narrative. Um, and there was a galvanization between this particular assistant swim coach who really intended to get out in front of something as he stated, you know, as far back as December tenth and his wanting to step down from the position uh, before a concern was even raised. Um, and, you know, I think that with that, it obviously this is the progression in which it led to. And, you know, I think he wanted to get his spin out. He wanted to get his narrative uh, spun out to, you know, as many people as he could. And, um, and, it's, and, and yeah, it, yeah. I would say be, because of him trying to get ahead of his intent, that's what raised questions and that's what um, it was alarming enough for, for me to have to go to phone records and say, what is this all about? Um, and so that's really what happened by him getting ahead of his intent. It raised a lot of eyebrows. And well, and, and, and that's what's so amazing is, is and, how and, we, I, and I, I would like to. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interject because as I'm scrolling, oh, you froze. You're froze. I know it's cold, but you froze. Y'all out there in the woods, um, the forest, it, the, the forest. Uh, <laughs> let me see if I can get them back. I'm gonna see if I, but what one of the, the comments that uh, I'm looking at here, let's see if I can get them back up. There we go. All right, uh, are you there, Matt? Are you there, Xavier? But well, yeah, he's gonna be. I guess he'll have to come back in a minute. One of the comments uh, that I want to that I'm looking at it says, uh, "Let me make sure he's not back yet." Are you? Yeah, he's still froze. Uh, he's one of the 
Yeah, he's gonna come back. Yeah, he's gonna come. Yeah, he's gotta he's gotta leave and come back in. There he goes. Uh, Xavier, one of the comments says, uh, uh, he says, do they discuss how he has no license? What does that mean? I'm sorry, I got cut off there. That's what I was about yeah. to address. I'm sorry. Okay, okay, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I think that you know what what we need to understand is that first and foremost, I'm a licensed administrator in in the state of Texas as well as the state of Alaska. And I think coming coming into Virginia, there's a situation, and I'm I'm a licensed principal as well as a licensed superintendent in both of those states. So I'm also um, eligible in able and certified to be a, to hold the highest position of an educator, which is a superintendent. So I want to state that first. Secondly, I would say that you know when coming to Virginia, there are different licensing licensure requirements. Um, in every state, there's different licensure requirements. So um, with coming to Virginia, this is one of the only states that requires that you have an active teacher certification, which was something unknown uh, because that's something that most states do not require. Okay, um, so essentially, when we talk about having no license, that situation is very simple. I've just had to reactivate my teaching certification to get my principal certification here in Virginia. But I'm a licensed educator in two other states. Um, we'll be licensed in Virginia. Um, so it's, and quite frankly, Virginia, the Virginia licensure process takes anywhere up to two years right now. You know, that's how backlogged they are on doing a number of things. So again, that's that's what I'm saying. That's so dope. The way you just said, you're like, I just got to reactivate that. Like that was that was really dope. <laughs> but uh, the the this, this what's so interesting is how these diversions that uh, parent of swim athlete uh, has already brought up these diversions. What about this? What about this? What about this? What about this? And it's like, can you focus on the simple fact that none of this had to happen? They just wanted the text messaging to stop. Look at the exaggeration uh, that people, it's almost like like a feeding frenzy. When it was supposed to be handled and it was handled correctly, the parent who had the concern was absolutely happy about the way the principal handled it. Absolutely. Um, As a matter of fact, you know, my thing was text messaging, phone calls, and um, limited face-to-face time with this coach because he was also having so-called team building events at his house. Sometimes it was the whole team was invited and sometimes the whole team was not invited. It was just selected swim athletes. So I was specific with the two coaches and said my daughter would no longer be doing these team events and she would only show up to the meets. Um, And I gracefully um, communicated to them that she had another swim team she was on, and because she had to be up at, you know, four in the morning to be in the pool at five, that, you know, it wasn't practical for her to be at the high school swim practices where she was getting home at 10 o'clock, you know, because Kids still have to study, and, you know, she had practice the next morning. So it was my polite way of limiting my child with these two coaches. Right, right. And that wasn't good enough for them. 
It's almost like you tell a teenage boy, you know, I'm just giving, you know, um, an example. Like you tell a teenage boy he can't see your daughter anymore. And then he lashes out because of his obsession. So, you know, I'm a parent. This is a minor child. I'm trying to limit her interactions with this coach. So she's just in the water to do her events at a, at a meet and get out. And all he had, all, I mean, the head coach didn't seem to have a problem with this, but um, he just didn't, for some reason, uh, lashed out and harassed us and put my daughter's name out there and spun off something about coaching. Um, you know, my child's been in sports her whole life. You know, I, I've never objected to any kind of coaching styles. That was never an issue. It was always the interaction. I wanted to limit that. No texting, no calling, no inviting her over to your house. Just let her swim at the meets. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I want to say this real quickly. I, I, I do need to go. But, uh, and ma'am, I, I'm, I've never spoken to you before, but I'll tell you this. No one should tell you what's best for your child. You know what's best for your child. And if you think that your child and a, a young lady, a young minor female, it's not a good idea for her to go to a grown man's house. I think that makes sense to me. But truth be told, it doesn't have to make sense to anyone except you. You're her That's mother. Right. So if you don't want it to go, then it should just stop right there. Uh, I'm not familiar with your situation other than what I hear, of course. But ultimately, you are that child's parent. You know what's best for that child. And if something, Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? If something smells like a fish, it looks like a fish, and my goodness, it very well could be one. So if yep. you if you're worried about it, then you have every right to. And so and I want to say this too for parents. Uh don't let authority figures, you know, uh teachers and things like that uh, like make you afraid to protect your children. So I think sometimes too often that happens. Uh, and, and we've got to remember that our kids are looking at us to protect them, uh, not not other people. They're looking to us to protect them. Um, one of the things that I want to say is that it says, uh, they, so we got the license thing covered. So we're going just going through all the, the negative comments from uh, Rich Liberman, who runs the spot C parent for public education. Uh, he goes, uh, uh, says, that's a long interview. It's a long interview to talk about yourself. Uh, he goes, uh, I'm so confused. How is it? How hasn't it come up uh, that the student videotaped others in the locker room? Uh, wasn't that a huge part of the whole problem? No. Uh, no. So where? So we already addressed that in the beginning, but uh, do you want to address that again, or are you over it? <laughs> no, we're over it. I mean, it has not. It has no validity. And again, if when they go down the rabbit hole, let's not follow them. Yeah, yeah, and this is what's so interesting is that uh, again, you you know, what we're looking at here is you know like almost a, a witch burning trial for some reason, and it was all because uh, Xavier Downs wanted to protect everyone, the the coach, students, the 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 whole system. He he implemented a uh, what well, what is it called that you you wanted the platform to be. What was the, the platform it's, you had? It's, on it's called. It's called. It's called Sports U. 
sports youth, and you were just suggesting that you were saying basically this is where everybody's going to communicate, and and that's as simple as it was supposed to be. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and there are coaches at the school at Mr. Jones School that do use platforms that use uh, Team Snap. My daughter's on an, another sports team, and her coach is fantastic, and she has many assistant coaches, and they all use Team Snap. Um, there are platforms that coaches are using at that school, and they are conducting communication uh, appropriately. Um, so I, I don't want, you know, parents to think that we have this systemic problem at, you know, our school. Um, it's just these two coaches felt like they would be on the rules and they know the rules. The um, athletic director um, is very clear about the rules and they chose to disregard school policy. Not only did they disregard school policy, but like I said, they didn't take, keep this private. And then the reprisal afterwards was just um, out of control. Out of Shocking control. to say the least. It was very disappointing to see uh, to see adults behave in that manner. Um, it was just very shocking. It was very disappointing. It was something I never witnessed, um, at least in my 16 years of being a education administrator. I had never witnessed that level of um, reprisal, resentment, and and just outlash. Uh, it's yeah. very, it was very concerning, um, you know. And again, to even speak to that point with the sports youth platform, it's a situation where you want to take a uniform approach to make it more easily accessible for your AD and your activities coordinator to really monitor the level of communication that's going out to student athletes. It puts, uh, it you know, it is it, it allows for. Um, that monitoring to, to, to really take take effect and uh, in its totality. And again, I think one of the biggest things that we get into right now is with, again, I'll reiterate is coaching pedagogy, right? I, I speak about that a lot. And coaching pedagogy is doing what's in the best interest of this and being able to communicate with students and do what's in the best interest and support their not only academic and athletic development, but also their social emotional development. So we have to put uh, systems and protocols in place to ensure that that is happening. Um, and, you know, yeah, we do have coaches who use a, maybe a couple of different platforms. Um, but, you know, systemically, we have to address that issue in creating a uniformed approach and how we communicate across all of our athletic programming to mm -hmm. ensure that we're protecting students and protecting coaches. Okay. Yeah. And listen, guys, I'm I'm terribly sorry that this is happening to you guys, uh, especially when uh, the 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 dream of parents and schools working together, you guys are really yeah. showing that. And the fact that that we're finding out that there's another yep. power now that you know even that isn't enough to show. So I, I want you guys to understand that that we you know. We, we've got to get our power back as the people uh, because this is the type of stuff because what's happening now is now we clearly have the parent and the principal working together and they're still uh, in Did you lose me? Did you still hear me? Did you lose me? Oh, I think he, 
He was staticky, oh, yeah. and then he left. He was freezing. Okay. Uh, so what what is it that you want the people of your town to know? Uh, what is it that you want your people of the, your, the town to know before we go? Because I know you just got back from the doctor's office, but you still took the time to do this. What, what is it that you want the people to know right now? What's your, your big message? Well, you know, your children are watching your behavior. It's called modeling, right? So my child is watching me protect her, okay? She, um, <laughs> she has a, a great deal of respect for her principal for what he has done. And this will carry her through adult life. So um, they might think they're hurting us, but they're really hurting their own children. So um, I'm doing what I feel is right for my child. And um, I, I, it's just a duty. It's just something I can't articulate in words. But when you have to do the right thing, you just do it. You know, um, it like you know, I could just say, okay, my my kid's name's been cleared. You know, but I don't. I won't feel right until um, you know Mr. Downs is back at work. Um, he did the right thing. He was diplomatic. Um, he let the school division know. I mean, every single step that he took was to protect the student and the coach and the school division. So um, that's what's really confusing right now um, because they did send out, HR sent out a email clearing my child's name, but uh, they haven't um, addressed the two coaches' behavior, public public humiliation of my child, of myself, public harassment of my child and myself. And that has not, you have to hold people accountable when they have done something inappropriate. And that has not been done. Yeah. So I'm I'm here for that. I'm 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 here because it's the right thing to do, and my child is watching how I handle everything. I'm not going to cower down. Uh, you know, I kept quiet. Um, I felt it was important to handle this with class and be quiet. Um, but this is clearly the right thing to do um, right now at this time because they have been given ample time to set the record straight. And and again, I want to re reiterate that uh, you wanted the entire time for things to be kind of on the, like just handled discreetly. Uh, Mr. Downs, what, are you, what is your message? What do you want people to know about this entire situation? Oh, I think the biggest thing that I just know is just the facts. You know, oh, it's, it's just factual information. You know, I mean, it's just knowing the truth um, and knowing that, you know, the overall intent behind every decision that gets made is in the best interest in the safety of students first, first and foremost. And, you know, I think that ultimately to spin a narrative in a certain way, just for it to be beneficial to one particular person or for him to feel like it's beneficial to one particular, uh, his own being is uh, completely inappropriate. Um, you know, I think that you know, the biggest thing I would like everyone to just understand and realize is that, you know, the truth has its place. Um, the facts have their place. And, you know, let's be, you know, 
critical thinkers and, and you know, let's, let's look for facts before we respond. Um, mm -hmm. Let's be thoughtful in how we mm -hmm. respond, all right? And let's be very intentional about doing what's in the best interest of our, of, of our kids and within our community. You know, as being a new community member, now my family being part of this community family is very, is very, um, it's very disappointing, you know, at this point, but I would say that it is very um, opportune. There's an opportunity for a great level of healing to come with this, uh, with, with this event, where it's something that should have never reached this magnitude. Um, one of the fundamental principles that I established myself on is, you know, if we're willing to communicate, we're willing to work, we, we, we will be able and capable of working through all things. You know, communication is a powerful tool. So, yeah. you know, um, but, you know, there's two levels of communication is sending and receiving. That means we have to be able to understand facts, articulate facts, take in, digest information, also be able to listen and be active listeners to have uh, and assert ourselves to understand the position and the true position and what's in the best interest. So, you know, I think that coming away from this, I would just hope that people take um, take the truth in, in, in the factual information and understand it. At no point um, should anyone, um, you know, particularly any educator, feel like they're not able to protect the safety of their students, their staff, their faculty, um, their parents, you know, and, you know, let's, let's, you know, let's do the right thing. Let's do the right thing. Well said. Well yeah. Said. Yeah, and and I want everybody to know uh, that it, it is extreme. Like I love the fact that you said being uh, active listeners, guys. We our society has almost a society as America as we knew it has dissolved because of bad listening, half truths, media clips, and so I see I'm getting a lot of criticism uh, from the people that don't like you. I'm getting a lot of criticism from the people that don't like you that the interview's too long. And I'm like, or oh, your attention span is too short. You know, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Duke, they yes. don't know him because if they know, knew him, they would admire him. See, and that's the thing is you've got to give people time. Like, guys, listening is a gift, okay? Listening is a everybody to understand something because here's, here's where when you get it, not everybody, not every person in America gets to experience genuine leadership. Hold on one second. We, sorry, I had you on mute because your, your phone was kind of scratchy. What were you saying? Oh, uh, I apologize. I was we just saying, I don't, I, I don't think that there's a lot of people. I think that this is probably, and I just happened to click over on the comments. I think this is probably one individual. <laughs> That's probably one individual. <laughs> well, well, yeah, I was... Yeah, you're right. You're right. And, and, and I, know, I know that uh, a lot of people are going to go so, because I, I was also I know that when uh, uh, the swim coach uh, sees this, he has his whole people because I've seen his page where he's got all, like he drew up a whole bunch of people to talk about how wonderful he is. And I'm like, I, he probably is a great guy, but because no one said anything different. There was no accusations, folks. There was nothing ever said that he did wrong, except texting too much and this is this is the problem is that no one's saying he's not a great guy no one's saying he's not a smart guy no one's saying he's not qualified this this is what has been exaggerated uh and, and, and it's completely unfortunate now here's what i want my point to be before we go uh 
Guys, we've got to handle each other better. America is falling apart. And if we, if, there are other countries wanting to come over here and take us over because they see how much we're not together. They see how divided we are politically, spiritually. They see what's happening to us. And we're becoming open for division because we don't want to take the time to treat each other right. Let's not, and, and I want to make this point because it's so critically important. Not everybody in American culture will experience good leadership. Sponsylvania, Riverbend, Fredericksburg, you have a, an opportunity to have a principal in your school who is a real leader. Do not squander this opportunity. Don't mess with his career. Don't mess with his life. Because what's going to happen is he, he will leave. He will go. If, if you guys miss this opportunity, the people that are going to suffer are the young people. That's what's going to suffer. And they're going to watch how you treated somebody who tried to care for them, which it, whether they do it now or do it later, they're not going to trust you. And I'm trying to I'm trying to help you guys. I'm rooting for you guys. I'm rooting for you. River, Riverbend. I'm rooting for you. Fredericksburg. Make the right decision. You know, there, this is an opportunity to show the same way he walked away. This is an opportunity to show adults can reconcile. This is an opportunity to show that adults can work through problems the right way. This is an opportunity to show that we can forgive that like to actually show what forgiveness looks like. This is an opportunity to to keep hope alive and, and to protect us from going inside of ourselves and just becoming our own little islands. This is an opportunity to show uh, the value of human connection, human relationship. And we don't want the same old story because if, if we're going to do this, it's, it's going to have the same old results. So I know you guys um, have been up here for a while. I can do this all night. Uh, but uh, it, 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 now I want to say this too, to the swim coach, when you, when you watch this, I'm willing to interview you as well. Uh, and I'm willing to interview you both together. Let's show the world that we can handle things right. We don't have to wait for media to chop stuff up. Let's handle it like men. Let's handle it like like people of God. You know, let's handle it like 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 we all 